Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue talking about the fact that a national emergency is about to be declared. And let me just say this clearly. I cannot guarantee that the EAS message of October 3rd is actually going to say national emergency. But based upon his executive order, Trump's executive order, I can guarantee that that is their plan that a national emergency will come out. And I'll, I'll show you why I say that. Uh, if you have not seen the videotape, go up to YouTube and watch it. It's an hour-long free video on YouTube. Just go to Prophecy Club channel, click on videos, and it's the only video in the top line there. And it says, is October 3rd Judgment, I believe is the title. Anyway, you'll, you'll find it. Anyway, let's go on to what we're going to talk about today. The prophecy student knows, and we have known for several years, maybe even 20 or 30 years, that we're near the end. But the average person, perhaps, that's not a Christian, can see that there are problems in our nation, but they don't see that it's really part of the end. They don't really see what you and I see. Well, whether the ES plays October 3rd, or whether it's delayed, or even if it doesn't announce a national emergency, we still have 50,000 sealed indictments out there. Are they going away? No. Is Trump going to just ignore them when they've been planning this day for years? No. So what's really going on? Let me play it from Trump's mouth. I'm going to tell you right up front. It has music in the background. I pulled this off the Internet. I cannot remove the music. I know it's annoying, but if you will try to get past the music and listen to what Trump is saying, it's vital. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival 
of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, guys, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. So when 50,000 Americans are all rounded up, possibly within 24 to 48 hours, probably within at least a week, 50,000 top businessmen, congressmen, judges, leaders, when they're all arrested, we have to ask ourselves a question. 
we have to really stop and think this thing through. Sooner, probably than later, these 50,000 people arrested, some of great power, wealth, notoriety, and perhaps even great popularity. They're all arrested. Now, if you don't think it through, you clap your hands and you say, yay. But if you think it through for just a moment, what might happen? Here's Mark Taylor giving his opinion. When they start rounding up these people for these indictments and stuff like that, that there could be civil unrest. And the third objective for the Army of God was going to be to pray against that civil unrest, that divine justice would be served without any backlash from the enemy, or we could have the opportunity to mitigate a lot of this civil unrest that could possibly be coming. They're fixing to drop the hammer on a lot of these people, and they're going to start rounding these guys up, and it could possibly end up in civil unrest areas of the country. That's one of the things that the Lord has been showing me, that the army of God needs to come together in unity and be praying that the Lord intervenes and stop a lot of that. Now, they also know these indictments are coming. They're not stupid. They know the stuff's coming. They know Gitmo is being beefed up right now because they're fixing to have some high-profile clientele going there. They are in literal panic mode right now. Okay, we're going to think this through here in just a second, but I want to play for you one more thing before we really talk it through here. This is Lindsey Graham questioning the soon-to-be Justice Kavanaugh, and Kavanaugh confirms that A, America is at war since 9-11, and that Americans in certain circumstances can be tried in military tribunals. Listen. So when somebody says post-9-11 that we've been at war and it's called the war on terrorism. Do you generally agree with that concept? Uh, I do, Senator, because Congress passed the authorization for use of military force, which is still in effect, and that was passed, of course, on September 14th, 2001, three days later. Let's talk about the law in war. Is there a body of law called the um, law of armed conflict? There is such a body, Senator. Is there a body of law that's called basic criminal law? Yes, sir. Are there differences between those two bodies of law? Yes, sir. From an American citizen's point of view, do your constitutional rights follow you? If you're in Paris, does the Fourth Amendment protect you as an American from your own government? From your own government, yes. Okay. So if you're in Afghanistan, do your constitutional rights protect you against your own government? If you're an American in Afghanistan, yeah. you have constitutional rights as against the U.S. government. Is there a long-standing... That's, that's right. long-settled law. Isn't there also a long-settled law that it goes back to Eisenstrader case? I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, Johnson versus Eisenstrader. Right. That American citizens who collaborate with the enemy have considered enemy combatants. They can be. They can be. They're sometimes criminally prosecuted, sometimes treated in the military. Well, let's talk about can be. I think the... Under Supreme Court precedent. Right. Swimming, yeah. There's a Supreme Court decision that said that American citizens who collaborated with Nazi saboteurs were tried by the military. Is that correct? That is correct. I think a couple of them were executed. Yeah. So if anybody doubts, there's a long-standing history in this country. Okay, so now we know that Americans can, in fact, be tried in military tribunals. Now let's talk this through a little bit. So 50,000 businessmen, congressmen, judges, leaders, all arrested all the same week. What's going to happen when these people are arrested? Now, let's say what would happen, for example, if Bill and Hillary Clinton were arrested. I mean, let's think it through a little bit. The masses would expect explanations. They would expect them to be out on bond almost the same day, and they would expect a lengthy OJ public trial. 
But what are they going to do when they don't get bailed out and they move immediately or within very few weeks to a trial? What if they're found and tried guilty, not released, but instead imprisoned? What happens if they're executed? Think it through. Think it through for just a minute. Imagine 50,000 top people, well-known, many beloved executives, congressmen, business leaders, all arrested and imprisoned, many of them, maybe even some of them executed. Let's think it through for just a minute. I don't know that the following are on that list. Let me just make that disclaimer. Probably not. And for my example, let's say the following names are all innocent and fine, upstanding Americans, meaning my point is I'm not trying to say anything bad about this list of people's names I'm about to read. Let's assume they're all good people. Let's assume that they're not part of this. My point is I want us to think this through. I'm making a very important point. Stay with me. My point is ask ourselves what would happen in America if some of these people were arrested, imprisoned, within months, maybe even tried and executed. Think it through. Okay, let's say Beyonce. Would that cause riots? What about Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? How about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, member of the Supreme Court Justice? How about the owners or the managers of NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, You think of some of their owners or managers or some of their hosts, think some of those people were arrested, what would happen? Jimmy Kimmel, Simon Cowell, Ellen DeGeneres, any of those cause any problems? Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, Joey Bear, Chuck Todd, Matt Lauer, Al Roker. Those people get arrested, tried, they're not released, What are you supposed going to happen? George Stephanopoulos. What about businessmen like Jeff Bezos that owns Amazon, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, Elon Musk, senators such as Dianne Feinstein, Kamala Harris, Richard Blumenthal. Again, I'm not saying anything bad about these people. These are probably fine, upstanding people. At least for our example, we're going to assume they are. My point is those kind of people, not just a few, 50,000, 50,000 sealed and died. But those kind of people are rounded up. You think it through. What do you think is about to happen? Riots? <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Anger? Burning? Looting? Here's a bigger question. Shooting? Civil war? Okay. So the bullets start flying. Then what? Ask you to think it through. The bullets start flying. In America, what do you think would happen? Military, right? This is beyond the police. Military, okay, so the military gets called in. Then what would you call that? The military is having to try to calm these riots, this angry, burning, looting, shooting people. The military is trying to calm them down. What do you call that? I think you might call that an internal revolution. Well, you just think it through a little bit more. Now, who's watching? So we have 50,000 people rounded up in every one of the major cities, many medium-sized, and some of the smaller cities, there's rioting, burning, looting, shooting. I mean, like probably the world has never seen. Who's watching? Think it through, brothers and sisters. Who is watching? 
Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries. What's their reaction going to be? What were we told? What did the angel tell Dimitri? The fall of America would start with an internal revolution, started by the communists. Some of the people would start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries would attack. Now, let me put that into modern terms. The fall of America will start in 2018. I'm not guaranteeing that, okay? I'm just trying to fill in the blanks here. 2018 with an internal revolution started by ABC, CBS, NBC, and the other communists, and they make people angry because Trump tries to clean up America by arresting 50,000 corrupt businessmen, pedophiles, sex traffickers, just corruption, and some of the people don't like it. And so the left begins to organize riots, and they start fighting against the Trump government. Are you seeing this? The government is busy with internal problems. The, the government, the Trump government has pulled out the military and they're, they're trying to solve all of these riots, these burning and looting and these shooting and killing. I mean, like we've never, ever, ever, maybe even the world has never seen this kind of trouble. Then all of a sudden, Russia says, Hey guys, I see an opportunity. I see an opportunity. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries say, hey, I think we can take out America. The fall of America may begin October 3rd when the national emergency is announced, if it is announced, and it may be delayed, but I do think that what will start it with will be an announcement it will be one of that EAS, that emergency alert system announcement from the president, and it probably will have those two words in it, national emergency. I can't guarantee it's going to happen on October 3rd, but I, I have high probabilities. You know, I'm giving it a 95% chance. Okay, so let's say I'm right, and I believe I am. The fall of America begins October 3rd when the national emergency is announced. Some of the people are arrested. Some of the other people start fighting against Trump's government. And then the Democrats have plans to start massive riots upon the roundup of these 50,000 individuals. Now, let's look down the road. Some of the people start fighting against the Trump government. The government is busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, in other words, you see what I'm saying? In other words, what I'm trying to say is the people out there that don't, maybe they're not Christians, maybe they don't know Bible prophecy, but they see something's wrong. My point is, is October 3rd, May, I don't have a thus saith the Lord, and if it, nothing happens on October 3rd, I'm happy and you're happy too. I'm not trying to get into some kind of a thus saith the Lord is going to happen October 3rd. I'm giving it a 95% chance. That means that's a guess. So if it doesn't happen, I don't want to get any emails. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, well, let's all be happy. Let's be happy. We have a few more days, months, maybe years. My point is, it could be that October 3rd, all of a sudden the 50,000 people are rounded up. 
Do you see what I'm saying? In other words, we could start moving into the end times all of a sudden that people that aren't interested in the Bible, Jesus, church, the end times, all of a sudden they start saying, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. What's going on here? This could be so much trouble, brothers and sisters, that finally the common person on the street begins to get scared. Now, here's the good news. Here's the good news. They start asking questions. Well, well, what questions? What questions? And then what starts to happen? Okay, let me play for you how the prophet Sundar Savarez said it. This was the revelation the Lord gave me when I was in Louisiana in 2008 that God has reserved for the last day's church to pour out the powers of the age to come. And when these powers of the age to come is poured out on the last day's remnant church, whatever feats and miraculous works that you read in the Bible will all look like child's play. Who were the chief angels of the state of Louisiana? And the chief among them spoke to me. And he said, God wants you to speak on the powers of the age to come in this conference. You know, except for the phrase powers of the age to come that you read in the book of Hebrews chapter 6, I don't know anything about that subject. So for the next two hours, the angels taught me what it means to have the powers of the age to come. And among the many things, after explaining all that, he told me in one summarized sentence, Whatever the miracles that you read in the Bible will all appear like child's play when the powers of the age to come is poured out. And he made a startling sentence that blew my mind off. He said, even the angels in heaven have not seen such a move of the Holy Spirit yet. That really blew me, you know. The first part when he says the, the miracles in the Bible will appear child's play did not shake me. But when he said, the angels in heaven have not seen such a move of the Holy Spirit yet, that really blew my mind off because they have seen the work of the Holy Spirit from creation. When the Holy Spirit brewed on the waters over the earth and it recreated earth from chaos, the angels have been watching, right? They've been watching how the Holy Spirit did all that work. God spoke and the Holy Spirit made it come to pass. The entire creation in the whole wide universe, all the galaxies that we admire, they were all done by the Holy Spirit. And the angel said, we have not seen yet the great and awesome things the Holy Spirit is going to do when the powers of the age to come anointing is poured out upon the last day's remnant church. Now, I've been kind of negative through the years at Prophecy Club because my job has been to bring you the warning. But I'm also trying to bring you the good news because, again, I promise August 8th, 2015, in the evening, Lord, I don't have anything to say for tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard this is the time of miracles. And he spoke to my heart and said that as the judgment hits, he is going to show up with miracles. Then Pastor Massey, I call him and he said, no, 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 no. it's not going to be double portion miracles. It's going to be sevenfold miracles. Now, here's another guy that says the same thing. This is Mike Bickle saying the greatest revival and miracles are about to hit. 
This is good news, brothers and sisters. The time is coming when the national government of America is going to be temporarily disrupted for a season. The time is coming when the national government of America is going to be temporarily disrupted for a season. In that context, before and after and all in between, he goes, the glory of God will be increasing. The glory is going to get more pronounced and greater, and there will be pockets of mercy all over the world. And I don't know, there will be places where the glory of God is so, such a measure, but in the surrounding areas outside of it, there will be such deep darkness. Bob saw stadiums being filled with the glory of God. Of course, a lot of prophetic people have seen stadiums filled. So again, our stadiums Stadium's going to get filled or society going to get darker? I think both. The light's going to get lighter. The darkness is going to get darker. And the contrast of the two is going to create actually the optimum environment for the great harvest and for the first commandment to be. Can you imagine a billion believers worldwide walking in the first commandment? So as the darkness hits, so does the light. Here's the way President Trump said it. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. So if you're listening to the prophets, brothers and sisters, yes, trouble is about to hit. Trouble like we've never seen in our lifetimes. But in that trouble, God is going to show up and he's going to match the devil step by step, inch for inch, pound for pound in everything he does. As Shane Warren said, the body of Christ stood up and people turned back to the churches. Miracles returned to the church. I saw cities of refuge where God was supernaturally protecting them. Revival was taking place. Judgment brings revival to America. Maurice Scalar, but there were millions of hidden groups that escaped the first wave of these terrible disasters. Revival broke out, and great evangelists, prophets, and apostles rose up and began to preach to thousands outdoors, and many were saved and were born again. Miracles of provision, miracles of multiplication of food and water, astonishing healings occurred. Millions of people cried out to God, and he heard and answered. I knew that this was not just happening in America, but the great tribulation had arrived, and all over the world, these calamities were taking place. 50,000 people about to be arrested. Does that sound like that would be enough judgment? This is from Lena Vosser of Australia. I watched as hard ground was suddenly being broken up by his roar in the breaking open. Hidden things were being exposed in greater ways, in victory and in justice of the Lord being released. There was a mighty move of the Spirit breaking chains of hidden things that had been rooted for so long, their fruit being to cause major delays. These things were being broken. Another time, she said, I'm releasing my laugh of victory over the nation. I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in. Decree it with me. The glory of God is stepping in. I am the one who will have the last laugh, for nothing stands against my plans and purposes. Shane Warren, I saw God prospering greatly, many acquiring things of great wealth coming into the hands of believers. 
What I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, is uh, if it's not October 3rd, shortly, shortly, we're going to see the 50,000 people rounded up, put into military tribunals. We will see great trouble in our nation, but I believe that we will also see sevenfold miracles. Miracles, and I'm not talking about just healing miracles. Miracles like we have never, ever seen. I've been telling you this for three, four years. Well, since 2015. Been telling you this is all coming. That's good news. That's good news. That's good news. Will you help me get out the good news? We need your prayers and, yes, your financial gifts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and... Yes, thank you for those gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. We just launched WatchProphecyClub.com. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20, recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year, even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com.